Here comes the wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you And it's not even funny oh, How hard we try And if I do another 50 this year I'll break down and cry Classic. I remember grade six, we had a Royal Rumble at my dad's house. You know, right after my parents separated. So my dad's like, okay, we'll have a birthday party out at your house. And all we're going to do is just wrestle. So it's like <laughs> three mattresses in the living room and like eight kids like trying to murder each other. You got to have it on the trampoline that's like four feet off the ground. So when no. you get tossed out, you know you get tossed out. Oh, no, that's trampoline wrestling's a whole other we, we <laughs> saved that till we were in high school Carter, <laughs> when you could actually have severe spinal injuries <laughs> what's this giant tree stump by the trampoline here for what could go wrong with that <laughs> did you kill somebody by choking them did you that was at my friend? birthday that was the birthday shane marsoff my dad had to like i was like strangling him to death <laughs> i had him in such a good chokehold he was actually I would have killed them. I would. I was so psyched <laughs> up. I would have killed this kid. I would have choked him to death. That's when it got real. But we were friends after. We went skidooing after, and I pushed him off the sled, and then he like face washed me. It was all good. Um, but I didn't know you <laughs> when I was younger. I was such a jerk. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but this kid, I, I don't. I wonder what he's doing. Now. But anyway, this kid. Would always everything we did didn't matter what he did if he was like <laughs> he would always you know Ed Belfort yeah the pride <laughs> of Carmen Manitoba okay I think this kid his claim to fame was that he was related to Ed Belfort oh there's always some guy who's distantly <laughs> related to an NHL player but this kid I don't think he really was related to Ed Belfort but he always said he was and he would everything he did like you you'd pass him a pencil and he'd be like Belfort and he'd like pretend he saved it. <laughs> Everything, <laughs> everything he did, he'd go Belfort, and he'd like do a goalie pose. <laughs> oh my god! You still do it to this day. The the waitress gives him the, uh, the napkin, you know, with uh, the the fork and knife in it, and he like slides it over to him at the table, and he's like stops it. Belfort, Belfort, <laughs> and he always did. <laughs> yes, I almost killed him. <laughs> Belfort, this. He was a good goalie. Actually, oh my Carter! What? <laughs> That's really what happened in gym class. <laughs> it involved the stick across the face. <laughs> he said, "Belfort, we turned," and Mike Gordon said, "Belfort, this." <laughs> and he smashed him right across the face with the stick, <laughs> and there was blood everywhere. He had to get stitches. <laughs> <sighs> and I remember the gym teacher who's mad at the kid who got slashed in the face more than the kid who did it. Because <laughs> even the gym teacher hated this kid. <laughs> he picked them up and he's like, let's go. The gym teacher always would just pick kids up. I know. Like a it was cat. sweet. Yeah. That was his move. He would just pick kids up. Many sweatshirts. Uh, necks have been stretched by the yeah, gym this teacher. Guy, by the scruff. He just yeah. Yeah, he would just pick kids up. That was his go-to move when a kid was misbehaving out at, like, recess. Mm -hmm. I remember he picked Ian Wagner up by the ears. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) He just picked him up by the ears, and he took him into the office. (laughs) Yeah, many, like, old women teachers would, like, grab you by the ears and drag you in, but not this guy. Just (laughs) straight pickup. Here we go. 
Like, who is it? Scorpion and finish him, the fatality? Pretty much. Or is that Sub-Zero? Scorpion. Scorpion. Come here! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bell for this. Boom! Hockey stick right across the face. I still remember all the blood. I remember exactly what happened at the gym floor. Awesome. So I don't even think the kid got in trouble. But that was back in the day, man, when you had real hockey sticks. We only had real, like, plastic hockey sticks up until about grade four. Then they uh, replaced them with, probably because of the Belfort incident, with foam sticks. The, the, the infamous Belfort. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you know, instead of having a right curve or a left curve, it'd be this giant, like, piece of foam that would, yeah. like, flop yeah. back and no. forth. Carter, you went to the French school, right? No, I didn't. Oh, I went I th- to Barker, too. Oh, I thought you did. No. French school, I think we started that because somebody slammed their stick into the ground and it bounced up and right into their eye and there's a lot of blood from that oh. it was a trip to the hospital so so a stick snapped uh, just bounced it was a wood stick and it just popped right back up and Ooh. the blade right into the face eye a wood stick okay well then we had hard plastic then we had this weird soft well, crap yeah. it, then it just turned into broom ball basically instead of uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, uh, we should all get drunk and play floor hockey sometime. <laughs> you know how bad that could go? Oh. Floor hockey is a sport where it always goes too far. Is that not true? There's a lot of just hacking sticks and stuff it like that. It always goes too far, though. No, yeah. it doesn't. It's the best sport. Oh, it's, it is the best sport, but there's always somebody who's getting gonna get a little too bell for <laughs> i know you just get your hands hacked and stuff real hockey is much better yeah. so you can just skate around people and yeah. you're wearing equipment unless you can't yeah. skate carter how many times did somebody get hacked in the hand and drop their stick immediately yeah. and start shaking their hand and like playing university <sighs> floor hockey against the asian against the japanese team was rough <laughs> they all had fancy gloves and glasses and stuff and just oh, really? slash they had like gear yeah yeah, it was university rec league. They might have taken it. So we had wow. a bunch of we had a bunch of fat guys, and they would just work you into the ground. Huh. With running and slashing. Well, you've in been cart- scra- you've been scratched in some basketball games right now. Oh, phew. I've now, come out yeah. of basketball games in Winnipeg where my arms would be bloody. Now take a status stick to that, and <laughs> you just have a recipe for disaster. Yeah. One guy just tossing little Japanese guys off him, like throwing them into walls because they're just swarming. He's just like, ah! He eventually just hulked out. It's like the skinny guys are the fat guys in the game ice hockey. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> Carter, you have to get a clip of that and put it on the vlog. Yeah. This is Brent's hockey team. Four fat guys versus four skinny guys. Man, ice hockey was sweet. Hey, were you guys Blades of Steel guys or ice hockey guys? I think Blades I might be the best. Yeah, I think I might be the best Blades of Steel player in the world. Hmm. So I guess that's my game. Now, Blades of Steel was cool because there was the fights and like the shootouts and stuff like that. But I think ice hockey might have been the better game. I'm not sure. There's some serious glitches in ice hockey once you figure them out. Though. Oh, really? Okay. The sweet part of it is that uh, the makers of ice hockey had never seen, watched, or played hockey in their life. They just knew game mechanics, and so that's why there's the different classes of players and stuff like that. So good. That's a sweet thing. Like, 
like think of like say NHL 2012 like I play it it's fine and stuff but like the guys who make it are just like so into hockey and they're almost like too close to the sport while like the original ice hockey guys knew nothing about it and it's just like a good game first and foremost not like a simulation of hockey so so this has been all sports and hot video games so far (laughs) (laughs) and we're on a roll and and wrestling and floor hockey yeah (laughs) it's still would be like oh my god it's all sports <laughs> so, okay we need to ch- we need to take a so step. episode 50 let's do yeah. a retrospective here we originally want wanted this to be a sports podcast and brett said absolutely not it looks like we finally wore him down <laughs> took us 50 episodes we finally beat brett's like yeah. reservations yeah. down i'd be well yeah I'd be willing to the sports stuff but it's just it finds out it turns out it is harder to do Unless and you go like, for it, like just, unless you do a, unless you do. Now I have so much respect for Cowherd. He's like my favorite sports palette. <laughs> I thought you hated him. I, I don't know if it's getting it's getting old or what, but now, now I just like all the players who try hard. You know, flashy guys like Jeremy Lin and Tebow. Colin Cowherd's good, but he gets he actually gets people like athletes just like screaming at him every day and that's so good that's such a <laughs> great skill like, well, that's a great skill it's a, you've never been a professional athlete so well i think i'm a sports reporter so i think i know what goes on in the locker room more than you do who've been out of the game for a few years <laughs> i think when i saw him wearing lebron james like jersey and headband and sunglasses <laughs> or something then it's like okay this guy's the best <laughs> Oh no! Anyways, what I was what just else could we do today? Would you want to do? Okay, yeah, we we need to talk about non-sports related things. Do you want to do army talk today, Trevor? Would you want to plan for that? Well, we could. Uh, so, Brent, what's your what's the proposition here? I just think it's something I never really talk about is army time. Because <laughs> I just don't. It's hard to explain. I'd rather just stay away from it, but. <laughs> Like, I don't think you've ever... We don't inquire too much? No. Don't ask, don't tell. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. Like, Carter, what no. did I do? Carter has no idea. Nothing. I think the only time you've even seen anything is when we were... Well, we were still in an apartment together. I remember you had some theater friends over, and I came back from work, and they, like, flipped out. One guy was terrified. Because had army mm. stuff on. For me? Yeah. No, he was terrified. He was just scared. I just came home. What do, you, what do you mean? You guys were sitting around. Yeah. And you're in full camouflage. And just clothes. And here comes Brent in army. Yeah. And he was like, ah. Well, because he thinks Trevor lives alone or something. <laughs> and then pff, door just opens full camo. <laughs> so that was. Who was it? Who was the theater friend? I don't know. Just some. Not a good friend. Just somebody who was over, I think, playing NHL. <laughs> oh, uh, I had a dream two nights ago that ties into both things. Do you want me to get into it? Well, there's nothing worse than a dream story, so let's go. Okay, so I'm dreaming. I'm on like a Mediterranean shipyard resort. Wow, <laughs> on, on the water. This is already lame. Okay, very exotic location. And uh, some terrorists start derailing trains, and trains are like 
full of uh, shipments. The hell is wrong with your munitions? Brain. And so trains come crashing through the hotel and into the water and stuff. And I'm just <laughs> trains running. in the water. You know they like cr- like get derailed and slide into the water. It's all, it's, it's all very sweet. And so I'm just like running away, trying to get away from these terrorists who are going around killing everybody. And then I come across a. You know, a, a tipped over train and its contents have spilled out. And inside is like a 10 foot tall, like mech suit, <laughs> robot thing that you get into like Iron Man or something. Oh so I get into it. You are it. so lame. This no, is it's, awesome. It's sweet. And so it's got huge Gatling guns on the, on the arms and stuff. And so I'm just going around shooting terrorists. It's sweet. But then there's one thing that stops me. You couldn't set up your microphone. <laughs> Pretty much. You're going to run a mech suit, but you can't set up a microphone. <laughs> so the one, so I, I just turn to my left and I see it. It's an arcade cabinet of what game? NHL 95. And I'm like, what? I didn't know this existed. So I try to like go over and play it, but like my mech suits, but your hands are too big. Suit. So it's like, well, I think all the terrorists are gone. And so I just get out of the suit and <laughs> put some quarters in and start playing NHL 95. Real dream. Wow. And that's awesome. How that? You- I think maybe I was, maybe we were synced up a bit this week. I dreamt that I was shooting stuff too. But it was basically <laughs> just paintball, but for real, like a paintball facility with real bullets. And it was, crazy just a lot of shooting people from point blank range with guns so <laughs> man you guys play too many it. video games <laughs> i think so i haven't had a dr- wow i don't dream about shooting people yeah i haven't either that's why i woke up from that just psyched though terrorists aren't people because i made it you made it out these are just, yeah these are just paintball people though hmm I think so. when I kill people in my dreams, I strangle them most of the time. <laughs> you need That's to play more video games. Stabbing, stabbing and strangling. Always close range killing in my dreams. Stabbing. That's it's more personal I always have to way. bury them. That's another part of my dreams. <laughs> Whenever I kill someone in my dream, I have to get rid of them. Always. The, the people when I shoot, they just disappear like a video game because the, the processing power just isn't there to have all the, the dead bodies around. No, I always got to deal with it. Trevor's got to get get rid of the evidence. Always got to deal with it. It's such a downer in my dreams. Okay, that's... That's not right. No. I'm serious. I have more dreams about burying people than I do about killing them. People you know, usually? Uh, normally, it's normally with people that I know, and sometimes somebody else will kill them, but I have to get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's because that's secretly what we're all worried about. Is one of our friends eventually will kill somebody? <laughs> then you have to help him out, right? You got it. You'll get the call at three in the morning. I did it. I did what? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like, let me help you. I'll drive back to Winnipeg. I mean, yeah. Dauphin. Twenty-seven hour drive home. Yeah, <laughs> buried right. body. Drive back. Got a job to do. Yeah, I have a lot of dreams about funerals and burying, and but not a lot of killing. Stabbing people, always like outside, you know, mm-hmm. in a park at night. All right. And I buried those bodies just after sundown. <laughs>
need to make a song about it, Trevor. Oh, man. Yeah, that says something about all of us, I guess, our, our awesome dreams. So maybe I should play more video games. Now, Trevor's been trying to convince me to do something, Carter. Maybe you should join in. Okay. We can see if we can all agree on something together. I got a text message from him saying that he wants to do a half marathon. Oh, yes. <laughs> the summer together. Well, not to, like we're not going to run holding hands. Side but by it's, side? It's fun. No, you can't run a marathon with another person. That's not, that's not how people run. You can't time up with someone. That's impossible. All right. So I flip back to him and said, I think to just do P90X for the summer. <laughs> for 90 days. Just go days. crazy. Yeah, just go crazy. <laughs> Get a chin-up bar. Yeah. Do, you, do you have bad experiences with P90X people or something? You seemed really off by that. Whereas for me, it's ma- half marathon people. Oh, so like you're surrounded by like yeah. 10,000 sort of spiritual 50-year-olds who that is their yeah, like like thing for the year. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the part of it that scares me. It's just the, just the start line where you have surrounded by 5,000 people all excited and sprinting. Off the start, yeah. Yeah, yeah those people. That's no good for me, but what's wrong with P90X? You had, like, violent reactions to that. It's just those people scare me. CrossFit guy's already out of CrossFit in my neighborhood. CrossFit truck? I told you about him, right? No. No, I haven't heard this. CrossFit truck? <laughs> this is, like, steroid head that has a giant <laughs> truck, like, v- graffitied in CrossFit pictures. Oh, no. And he's already got all the... It's been like four months and he's already got all the CrossFit stuff off of his truck. All the decals. Oh, well, because it's sold out. Reebok is now pimping CrossFit. Well, he's done with the CrossFit. He lived, a, he lived the CrossFit lifestyle so much that he had a giant like truck of CrossFit. <laughs> and one day CrossFit was over. And he probably just moved on to what he really wanted to do, which was like curb stomping people smaller than him. A buddy of mine had a membership to a CrossFit uh, gym. In Winnipeg here, 120 bucks a month. It's not cheap, man. It's not cheap. And what do you do? Well, there's ropes. So, it, like, it's basically just like elementary school gym. I, from the sounds of it, like you climb ropes and like do rings and stuff like that. And I went to very, that. Yeah, I might have gone expensive. to this. Uh, I don't know if there's more than one. I went there for a month when it was. It was just in some boxing gym. You okay. could go for an hour in the morning or night and do their circuit. So it'd be like one day going. Just says on the board, okay, do 50 push-ups, 50 chin-ups. 50 back extensions, 50 squats, and that's it. As fast as you can. And then everyone's times are up on the wall. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that kind of seems fun. Mm-hmm. If you can't, yeah. And what were the, like, there's stuff to help. If you can't just do 50. The only person I could saw who was really scared me was some firefighter who could just go and do 100 chin-ups. <laughs> Holy crap. That's not healthy. Oh, that's the most healthy. He was just—he was probably just a gymnast too, or something. Like he was not big. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess big guys can't really do that many chin-ups, can they? No. No. I always remember in uh, like grade eleven gym or something like that. You'd you know try to hold a chin-up position, and it was always like the weakest, scrawniest, not athletic guy in the world, who's like never even seen the inside of gym. They'd always win by like. Mm-hmm. Factor of three. Yeah, the flex arm hang was a tariff. That was a terrible yeah. way to measure anything. Like anybody on a high school sports team would be down in like twenty seconds, and then he'd be up there for nine minutes. 
Didn't they get rid of those tests lately or something? I'm sure they did. Because now it's like everybody's just too fat and out of shape. Probably. It's <laughs> embarrassment. So now it's just kids just suck so we can't even bother telling them how unhealthy they are. Mm-hmm. You might those are good that, days yeah. because that really like that really gave some people a perspective of their life those mm-hmm. days. Those days would be like a cold, hard, like here's where a normal human being should be. And like the sad part is even that some of the athletic kids were still like on the cusp of like being not that healthy. Yeah, no, it's very true. Yeah. And like the non-athletic kids were just like dust, just <laughs> dusted. <laughs> no, it, if you think it's bad up here, it's it, it's not compared to the States. Like I just got back from Disney World and... I, I just kept thinking the entire time they've got some real big problems affecting like Disney World in the upcoming years. Because the rides, too, people the are rides too fat. aren't big enough. People are too fat. They're gonna have to like remodel everything. Like right now, Splash Mountain, it, it's two like a two seater. You sit next to a person. That won't happen in, in like ten years. It'll be a one seater like it is in Disneyland. It's really Isn't bad. Is there like a too fat to fly rule too? There is. Yes. Holy. And so, like, I'm on, like, Tom Sawyer Island, and you're going through caves and stuff like that, and, like, I don't know, like, there must be people who get stuck down there, like, legitimately. That's... Because it was, it was amazing, like, oh, how fat people were down there. It was incredible. Yeah, but the world's set up for that now. Like, that's how it's... I know, but when some rides are, like, from 1971, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Yeah, but I mean, you're just surrounded by stuff, and like life's so stressful. Like, I can't really, I don't know. You can't really blame people. Like, <laughs> no, but this is like, you can't, like, you could go like five minutes Carter without really seeing. really blames people. No, you can, you, can, you can see like an American less than 300 pounds for, for like five minutes. And then you'd be like, oh, there's one. And then like, they she'd talk, and it'd be like German accent or something. You're like, nope, not American. <laughs> no. <laughs> It was weird, man, because I've been to Houston a lot, too, and that's the fattest city in America, but uh, I but guess Disney, Disney World... Disney World is a city. It'd be fatter just, than Houston. Yeah, because it's just like fat people from Atlanta have money. Let's go to Disney World. Fatlanta. <laughs> Fatlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Brent, where do you stand on this? That's all. It's all area. I think Disney... I think... Carter, if you want to go looking for good people, go to Disneyland. Then you get yeah. all of California to get the West Coasters. Like oh, you said, you're just pu- you're pulling in the s- you're pulling in the dirty south. Yeah, you're go- you're going to Florida. <laughs> yeah, Disney World, Disneyland. Just people who just survive on coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> no food yeah. there. That sounds all right. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of my friends in university <laughs> must end up in Disneyland. <laughs> I'd like to hear your adult perspective, though, on some Disney stuff that I remember from being 10. Okay. Did you go on Space Mountain, Space Mountain trip? Yeah. Sp- Roller Space coaster Mountain's in the dark? Is that a, does age. it hold up? Because no. it's basically like you're just getting shook around because it's just dark, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Disneyland, though, has redone it, so it's not. It's on a new track, and it's like actually got like some stars and stuff. It's not just dark. But the, th- the thing about Magic Kingdom, though, is everything there... It's like still the best park, but every ride there Wait. is done somewhere else better on Disney property. It's like the Jungle Cruise where it's like animatronic uh, like animals. Well, they have the real safari now where you actually see lions and stuff like that. 
and Space Mountain's like an indoor roller coaster, and they do that with like the Aerosmith roller coaster that's a hundred times better. So it's it's weird like that. Did you put yourself through It's a Small World? I did. Apparently, it's like three times as long in Disneyland, which I've never been to. Why don't you go to Disneyland? Because it's not as it's only like two parks. You do it in like two days, pretty much. Well, Disney World is like you know four parks. And but like, isn't Disneyland higher quality? No, no. It's it was one made in like this. Uh, it's it's a lot older and stuff. It's probably better than <laughs> vintage Disney. Vintage, yes. No, one day, one day I'll have to go check it out. So what other what other things do you have perspective, adult perspective on Brent? Hey, you were telling us about the different countries. Yeah, yeah. In, you could go visit different countries. That's yeah, in Epcot that most kids hate, but as an adult you can appreciate is that there's oh. uh, around this like lagoon, there's seven different pavilions of each country that the the country's governments themselves pay for in the upkeep. So uh and all the workers are like university students or from like on exchange from that country so you, got so you can get a disney scholarship to go work in the canadian pavilion well there is a disney university so i'm not exactly sure how it works but yeah like so your waiter in mexico is actually from like playa del carmo carmen and stuff like that so it's pretty cool and so you can you know go eat like english fish and chips and then like walk half a mile to germany and then uh, have some like real german food and like uh, german beer and brats and stuff like that what's the countries what countries did they have uh there is mexico norway uh china germany china's gotta be scary <laughs> china's china's pretty good they got all these like acrobats flying around and some good chinese food good food yeah yeah that's for sure uh, then there's Japan, U.S., Morocco, Italy. Morocco? Uh, yeah, Morocco's pretty sweet. What the hell is there to do in Morocco? There's all these, like, back lanes Coffee? that are actually, like, scary and stuff like that. Moroccan <laughs> girls are hot, though, right? Yeah, yeah they've got yeah. the Moroccan belly dancers during supper and stuff like that. Yeah. And oh, what about Australia? Australia? No, no Australia. What? They, they Snubbed? They, well, it's pay up or get out. That's what it is. And then there's for France, the UK, Canada, uh, Japan. Japan was pretty sweet. All the stores there are just Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and Gundam <laughs> Wing and stuff. And now the best part is uh, pick a pearl. And so <laughs> there's oysters in a tank. And you uh, pick out your your oyster that you, you pay for it. And then they open it up and give you the pearl. But seems like a normal thing but they turn into the biggest japanese spectacle of all time <laughs> and so there's just like all these girls with like you know great japanese uh accents <laughs> which i'm not Carter, gonna you sound like you're getting excited here well it's it's amazing because they're like oh you pick very good pearl and then they just pick up drumsticks and start just hammering away on these drums just celebrating your pearl (laughs) (laughs) that you pick out and then they measure they're like not six and a half not six and three quarters not seven not seven and a half but eight you got an eight and it's like on the drum It's awesome. And they make so they have like, like a little party when you pick your it's pearl? It's a huge party. And so Janelle got one, and they're like, now you have to count to three in Japanese. So let me, do you know what that is? And Janelle's like, san, ni, itch. And they're like, how you know? How you know? And she's like, because I watched a person before. And they're like, oh, you're very smart. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, it's amazing. 
I have it on video. It might go on the blog. <laughs> wow. So it, yeah. it's it's like Canadian that. Pavilion. Canadian Pavilion is a 360 degree IMAX movie. And uh, what? Yeah. So what it is is like basically we're just uh, an IMAX movie. Yeah. So it's a helicopter and it's a steakhouse, but uh, IMAX <laughs> movie with which is basically just like six cameras in a circle hanging below a helicopter flying through the cities and they totally skip Winnipeg. It sucks. But it's been recently updated and they added Martin Short <laughs> as the host of it. Oh well. But and plus it's been uh, upstaged cuz China kind of ripped it off and they had their own 360 degree movie now too. <laughs> Darn them. China. I know. Counterfeits. No, I gotta say maybe the best one's Norway because you actually go through like a boat cruise, and there's like trolls and stuff like that. <laughs> Just oh, I didn't them. know there was trolls in Norway. No, me neither. <laughs> Apparently, there is. They're out to get you. <laughs> what if the ja- what if the pavilions had a war? Oh, the U.S. one. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> It's just massive, and they just play just American propaganda so hard on their, yeah, all the ones have been meant, not everyone has a movie, but it's like, America, soar on golden wings. (laughs) No, but I mean, okay, not America, everybody else has a battle of the pavilions. How would that go down? China's pretty big, but Italy has mimes. But actually, yeah. Not France? No, it's an Italian mime, so not the face painted and stuff like that. Oh. Totally different, yeah. So s- less annoying mimes. Yeah. The UK has a Beatles cover band that's really sweet, too, so they might put up a good fight. <laughs> Do any Maybe. of them have, like, military stuff? No, it's it's all happy. It's very all peaceful. positive. Yes. What about Russia? Is Russia just sitting off in the corner, <laughs> stewing? <laughs> just, <laughs> just sitting angrily no i think all the pavilions were made in like 84 86 so, so uh, russia didn't get one russia was not one of them <laughs> oh we need to start we gotta call our boy i gotta call my friend i know there's room for two more so i think it's i like gotta call my friend vladimir been the, yeah. i gotta call my boy ones. and we gotta get a russian pavilion trevor do you think you're a big russia fan do you think there are any amusement parks in that country, or would you ever go to one? Oof, uh, I think there might be, but I wouldn't step foot on any of them. A Russian amusement park just seems like a way to get robbed <laughs> and have your children stolen, and maybe their kidneys get sold. Yeah, the Sarad's just for kids. They go around this loop and come back. <laughs> and just, <laughs> like, but nobody comes back. You must be under 40 inches to ride, so no parents allowed, and then the empty cart comes back. <laughs> They're off to work in the mines. <laughs> hey, that's how it goes in Russia. You got to pay your dues. Oh. So, yeah, you guys want to run a half marathon? <laughs> no. Do, I think we could do it. Then. Here comes some wisdom half marathon. <laughs> no, we're doing sabotage if we're doing any sort of could race. Could you run a marathon, Carter? What's a half marathon? Three, 13 miles? 12 yep. miles? What's the furthest you've ever run? Four miles. Oh, that's not bad. You can do it. You can do it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I had, the, I had the idea the other day that I was Do you running. stop jogging or do you, do you take walking breaks or do you jog the entire time? No, you just run. 
Not run, you jog. Yeah, you don't run. <laughs> Let's be uh, straight. You don't just sprint. But no, running. Uh, so going I, going back to gym fitness class. So that guy who hung on the bar for nine minutes, he was talking a lot of crap about the the one mile, how he was going to win. So boom, starting gun goes off, and he's sprinting full speed. And There's I'm like, well, that kid. I know. So I'm like, well, I got to win this, right? <laughs> so we I start like keeping up to him. One problem is, though, before the first turn, so he's just done 100 meters on the 400-meter outdoor track. He's done. He stopped. He's, like, hands on the knees just off the side of the track. And I'm like, oh, crap, because I was keeping pace with him. <laughs> I was like, I still got another 1,500 meters to go. <laughs> so needless to say, the psychology... I've lost. I lost. You <laughs> I didn't did not win? finish first. If I would have paced myself, I probably would have won. But this guy who finished last. Well, you last, should have a rematch. You should call everybody in gym class. From, say, listen, from 2001. I, say, listen, I've got this figured out now. I've got the mental. I've got my pace set. I want a rematch. Mm-hmm. I, think I, could, I think I'd win. It'd be sweet. What year did you graduate? 2002. No, 2003. 2003, your 10-year reunion, you should have a rematch. Did you guys have a 10-year reunion or any reunion of any sorts? Yeah, kind of. Really? Or Brent, just were like, you there? No. I think was I was... right, actually. kind of uh, weird. Wait, I had my wedding right before that. Yeah. So I had my reunion for people that wanted... Oh. <laughs> no, but then we were, yeah, we were honeymooning at the time. Uh, Is 10 years really enough, though? Now it's like, oh, yeah, I'm still in school. Well, oh no! I'm it, thinking about starting school. It's only been ten years. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to university. Got some kids. Oh, Before yeah, the internet, too. it made sense, but now everyone knows what everyone's up to. Hmm. Twenty years is where people start to hit the wall, I guess. I think you have twenty-five because a lot of them are dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> so, who of us do you think will be dead first? The three of us. Yeah. Hmm. That's a really good question. Hmm. I'll go out in a blaze of glory fighting some terrorists. Mm, Carter, this is a don't take the... Can't, everything can't be a joke, Carter. <laughs> Die, dying isn't a joke, Carter. Hmm. Okay, let's see. Who do I think if I was going to bet... I could either see Carter living to be like 95, having never like stepped foot in the sun again for the next 60 years or 70 years, mm-hmm. or else dying like when he's like 53 by like something just ridiculous. Yeah, Carter, you're either going to die from something really weird and funny. <laughs> but de- I thought we just agreed that death wasn't yeah. funny. Well, when you die, it's going to be funny, maybe. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm worried about Carter and I getting, like, brain diseases from pets, which you don't really have to worry about. That's right. So that's one plus for you. I just have anger. Yeah, but maybe we could be immune to those brain diseases because we've been exposed to all that crap through yeah. the pets. Like how Trevor, you know, yeah. always I have sick. the worst immune system out of anybody. Oh, yeah. Trevor, you you're know how che- I said yeah. you're the you're only person I've ever met with bronchitis? Yeah. <laughs> well, I met somebody yesterday. I wrote about a seven-hour exam yesterday, and... Uh, the man behind me, to the proctor, uh, I got bronchitis, and uh, 
It's contagious, I know, but I, I might have a coughing fit, so I know we aren't allowed water, but I'm going to have to have some, okay? And I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to have to spend seven hours with this bronchitis guy right behind me. So I'm yeah, probably going to come down with it. taken a bunch of yeah. codeine. Yeah. <laughs> See, Trevor, you're at the... Yeah, Trevor's got both ends. I guess everybody does, but no immune system. But your family's genetics last forever. It's true. I have that gypsy blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the people not just don't stop. Oh man, like, are your grandparents? So th- are your grandparents still going? Some of them. Oh my! The grand- angry ones. Yeah. Yeah, the women, the women in my family, general, even the men on my mom's side, lived to be like well into their nineties. And the women on my mom's side lived to be like into the <laughs> high, like the early to mid to high hundreds, like hundred and seven. <laughs> 104. <laughs> my grandma's like climbing on counters and she's turning 90, I think. Like climbs up on the kitchen counter to like. That's not what a 90 year old person does. And they're just all fueled on hate, bitterness. Don't want to die because I'm the wills. Yeah, because then you gotta <laughs> split up the money. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, on my dad's side, everybody would have lived long, but they all smoked and drank so much, and they still made it pretty good. You know, they made it well into their seventies, mm-hmm. and even eighties, with like you know sixty-five years of smoking and drinking. I don't smoke or drink really, so mm-hmm. I think I've got the genes, but my immune system sucks. Like I could die of I could die of pneumonia at. 29. I'm lucky I made it this far. Oh, Trevor, also on this exam, there's a, there's a, a statement about uh, endotoxins being produced by bacteria in your house, being good to your immune system, and by cleaning your house too much and removing those endotoxins <laughs> can really hurt you in the long run. <laughs> so I was just thinking about you nonstop during this exam. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. yeah, I do think Trevor's sleep will catch up to him someday. That he sleeps too That's much and not some enough. Years off. Not enough. Just straight. Just not right. <laughs> like the f- Ugh, four o'clock to f- four till noon. That's just not <laughs> right. Man, throughout this entire segment, I just have that Cinderella song, "Gypsy Road Won't Take Me Home." Just <laughs> replace "Gypsy Blood" will like make me live forever. <laughs> Trevor singing it. It's great visualization. Uh, what about you, Brent? I don't know. I'm just not even a part of this, I guess. I think Brent goes till... S- I think Brent dies in his late 60s, early 70s. Oh. I can see 71 or 67. Ooh. <laughs> Those are my two numbers for you. That's I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure it's one of those two. How old is your dad? It's, um, it's about... He's in his fifties. He's, He's not still even doing close fine. to sixty yet. No, yeah. Huh. Okay, maybe seventy-one then. Hmm. My grandparents lived in their eighties, but thanks. <laughs> I didn't mean it personal. Um, seventy-one isn't bad, is it? No, it's average seventy-two. But the average is going down now because people. Is it an odds of? Is it their odds that like one of us will die in our forties though? Are, are you thinking mm. about that uh, Heart and Stroke Foundation commercial? No, but doesn't that just happen? Like, doesn't somebody always die young? 
Only the good. 